0: What was it about school that made history class so boring? Honest to God, like it was just so boring and you were just begging them to bring in and wheel those old, what are they, RCA TVs that were strapped on wheels and like basically show you some documentary that you could fall asleep to and not pay attention to or put your head down because you're tired. But oh my God, history is boring. And they always taught you the same stuff. World War One, the Great War, World War II, and if you're Canadian like myself, the War of 1812. I mean, Laura Secord was like a national hero for telling some people some troops are coming that we literally made chocolates out of her. Um, yeah, very, very interesting stuff. But my God, I mean, World War II, World War One. Go down in history books. Everyone has to learn about how evil Hitler was. But our grandchildren, whew, the amount of 2020 that is going to be in their books will be, wait for it, historic. Chapters. I mean, paragraphs. They might have to literally buy a whole encyclopedia set just to give to the students in the class. Very monumental year a lot of things went down however although it's been a lot of people's worst years we have to recognize it's been a lot of people's greatest years and i have a list of 10 etfs that really significantly outperformed in the first six months of this year so i want to go over those Um, i'm going to name some and you know, I think one of the greatest questions I've seen so far on Twitter was, you know, which, which, uh, how do I, you know, find the stocks I invest in or what stocks I get, you know, and I think one of the coolest ways is to look at um, the top ETFs. They show the holdings they have and you can really see what trends are happening and what's outperforming. So let me pull up this list real quick. Oh, let's see where I put it. So I have pulled up a great article from WTOP called 10 Best Performing ETFs of 2020, and we're going to roll through this. All right. So the first one is Amplify Online Retail ETF literally has more than $500 million under management, ticker symbol I buy. And you'd expect e-commerce stocks like Amazon, but instead it uses stocks like Overstock, a clothing retailer. uh, I think RVLV is in here, Stitch Fitch. Uh, great positions and it literally has a return over 47 percent number nine arc innovation etf ticker symbol a-r-k-k here's another actively managed etf and it has big players such as tesla and square zillow on here and it's returned over 47 percent of course it has the big boss herself Catherine Wood. I am in love with this girl. She is killing the game and at 64 years old, if she lives to at least one Buffett's age right now of 90, I mean, she's going to be one of the top billionaires in the world soon. 100%. Uh, number 8 position, we got O'Shares Global Internet Giants ETF. Literally has 70 total holdings here. Median market cap of roughly $80 billion. Um... Right now, you know, literally what its name says, it's out here. It has Amazon. It has Microsoft. I mean, come on. We, we we know these tech giants have destroyed, literally destroyed this year. And this company is literally no different. Facebook, Zoom, Shopify, all the big players there. Um, next, we have Arc Next Generation Internet ETF. Now, I told you. I told you. If um, you thought Catherine was, was a joke, uh, you need to think again. She is literally the light skin Keith Sweat. Um, here she is it again, returning 52%. Now, this fund is a bit different. Um, Next Generation Players has companies such as Roku, Snapchat, IBM. So it's a bit different. It's not so Tesla focused, but of course it still does its thing. You know, it still has Tesla in their square, but you know, now it has LendingTree. Now it has Slack technologies and you know, we all use Slack um, at work. So of course it is a big player. Next one up is ProShares long online short stories, sorry, short stores ETF. So it's a unique approach to e-commerce surge. And it's designed to benefit from retail transformation in two ways. First, it owns internet retailers like other funds, but it also takes short positions against brick-and-mortar duds that haven't got with the times yet. So upside, of course, it has Amazon, but it still has short side plays such as Macy's and Calls. Now that's a 52% return really doing its thing. All right, so now we have Wisdom Tree for the next one. Founded or sorry, CEO is Jonathan Steinberg out of New York. They're killing it. So, as social distancing obviously has a clear impact, it has also increased business reliance on cloud based solutions to maintain operations. Now, the ticker symbol is WCLD and it's trying to play on this you know trend with companies like Zoom and DocuSign. So, of course, they had an impressive 2020 return of 57%. And if these companies really stick and keep going with this trend, you can see this ETF going up. Now, you know, um, we've had O Shares back in the past, CEO Connor O'Brien, but guess which CEO is making another return? You guessed it, ARC back again with ARC Genomic Revolution ETF. So ticker symbol ARKG, this one has a 57% return on the year. And of course the pandemic has caused massive disruptions, but of course one of the big opportunities is created for smaller vaccine producers racing for treatments. So everyone's looking for the cure and investors are definitely looking for the company that's gonna find it. So the biotech sector is really prime to dominate this. And of course, ARC has been there getting ready to throw money in with companies such as CRISPR Therapeutics to symbol CRSP and ILMN, which is a gene sequencing firm Illumina. So ARC is, you know, taking advantage of this, and that's how they got this 57% return. Now we're back at ProShares, you know, CEO Michael Sapir. And this is where you're gonna see the return start to go ridiculous with the 87% return. This is ProShares VIX midterm futures. Now, if you know VIX, you know what that is. Come on, that's the volatility ETFs. Uh, whenever the market goes down and has significant drops, these volatility ETFs are going to explode. And VIX has a return of 87% on the year, um, with only 60 million under management. But it shined. Come on. It has shined. I mean, you know, these volatility ETFs are going to be the biggest winners of the year. Next one is IPATH. Um, IPATH, I believe, who is it? Barclays that runs this company's. Um, Here's another volatility play, ticker symbol XV. Z. this is the IPATH S&P Dynamic VIX ETN Exchange Traded Notes, this is what ETN stands for. Now here's another fund benchmarked to CBOE, that's the Chicago Board Options Exchange VIX Index. And of course, with volatility going up, this is a no-brainer, Like these volatility ETFs are going to dominate. And the last one is VXX, another volatility play by Barclays, iPass Series B, S&P 500, VIX short-term futures. So what have we learned here? When the market is volatile, when it has significant drops, these VIX plays are going to dominate. This one here had a return of 124%. Yeah, it's insane. This has over $700 million under management. And again, this is the top performing ETF of the year i mean there's really not much to say about this like 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 i i don't know what to say vix volatility you're gonna make your money back um the reason i read this list is just to show you how much dominating we're seeing catherine wood doing in a literal recession she bet on the companies that would outperform and oh they have so a lot of people got their portfolio hit but hers is up 50% in the six months, Um, absolutely disgusting. But I think when it comes to looking for new companies, a great way, of course, is to look at these ETFs, see what the top players are, and then you can start looking into industries and look at what is happening, what technology plays are happening in those industries. Honestly, a great way to learn about the economy, learn about what to invest in, and just learn overall. Like It really helps you shape your outlook in the world. I think as uneducated investors, to really catch on and get real returns, we have to know about the big trends that are happening. And I think looking at the top holdings of the top performing ETFs, is a great way to do it and as always the best most brightest investors are the uneducated ones that's because the uneducated investor they never stop learning um let me know where you're investing in. on twitter at FlyStewie. um i think still the best investing method is just to buy SBYqQQ uh you know basically um, you know, you're averaging down, you're, you're buying every week, no matter what the stock does. I think that's the best way to get your automated 10%, honestly. But of course, if you see a trend happening in the world, getting an ETF that is taking advantage of this trend is a nice way to get those extra market returns Without really like, you know, going through that heavy research, because of course these ETFs are doing it for you. That's the advantage of getting in these actively managed ETFs. And as I talked about in my um, index bubble podcast, I think active managed ETFs are going to outperform in the next 10 years. And that's because the, um, in the etfs that are following the s p 500 and the nasdaq they are significantly overweighted with facebook and apple so there's going to be massive volatility spikes and when those companies you know are taking one of those 20 percent dips that they're going to take in the next you know decade i think the actively managed etfs that see those coming and know the companies that um, are going to overperform in those periods they are going to significantly outperform But that's all I have for today. Remember to give us a five-star review on iTunes. It's really quickly. It really helps out the podcast. You know, the algorithm really likes these reviews. So give a five-star review. Just click on the podcast. Takes like 10 seconds, I swear. You click on the podcast, scroll all the way down. You see the five stars, you click five stars. Super simple, write a review if you really like it. And we, Flight Crew, have to take off.